2: Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today, we will be talking about when the heart and the head conflict. Who's the winner? And of course, I'm not talking about the beating heart. I am talking about the I love you with all my heart heart. And when they conflict, who is the winner? But before we get into that, I'd like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on the Healing Whisper page on Facebook, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I'd also like to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show over there, The Healing Whisper, Mary Ann's Garden. And it's about mindful gardening and gardening as well. I'd also like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. So now, today we're talking about the head and the heart conflict. And you may be asking, so what's that all about? What does it mean when your head conflicts with the heart? So I, at the introduction to the show, I was talking about what I mean when I'm talking about the heart, and it's the I love you with all my heart heart. And essentially, it's the spiritual part of us. And I'm not talking about religion. I am talking about the spiritual part of us, the part of us that connects with other people, the part of us that connects with the world, the part of us that connects with all there is, or God. And then there's the head. The head is the thinking part of us. When we say, well, I will think about it, or we say, I think I know what you're saying. That's the head That's the logical part of us. That's the part of us that we use most of the time. And I'm here to say that's the part of us that we need to stop using all of the time. Yes, There are times when we need to use our head. Uh, You know, if if you're having a math test, yeah, you've got to use your head. Uh, Your heart may tell you that two plus two equals three, but uh, really your head will tell you, no, that's wrong. Two plus two equals four. (laughs) So that's just a kind of a, a silly example of the head versus the heart. Now, we live in a culture, in a worldwide culture, and I'm not just talking about North American culture, I'm talking worldwide culture that values the thinking part of us, the head over the heart, any time. And yet, those individuals that were in their heart their entire lives. People like Gandhi, people like Mother Teresa, or Buddha, or Jesus. They were living in their heart. Their head knew the logical things that needed to be done, but they taught about heart Things they lived from their heart, and there are many people alive today that live from their heart, and it's something that is difficult to do because let's face it, we were all raised to live in our head. So, now why am I talking about living in our heart versus living in our head? Well, let's get to that reason in just a little bit because it does have to do with healing. Because, as I said, when the head and heart conflict, one of them is going to win. And guess what, folks? It's not the head that wins. It is always the heart that wins. Here is a perfect example of how the head loses to the heart. And I'm taking this example from the Healing Code book written by Dr. Alex Lloyd. And if you have a person come and hold a key that's on a string and have them hold it over a circle that is divided into four sections and you give them one commandment and say, hold the key perfectly still over the center of this circle. Most people can do that, except for maybe the few that might have a nervousness or a uh, Parkinson's type thing going on. And so they've had this command to hold the key perfectly still over the center of this circle. And then you give them a next command and tell them the first command is in place to hold that key perfectly still over the center of the circle. Now, I want you to imagine, just in your imagination, that key swinging left to right, left to right. But the first command is in place. Just your imagination. You don't think about moving the key. And in 90% of the cases, the key starts moving while they are imagining that it's moving back and forth, even though Their thinking is being told to hold it perfectly still. And you can even add on top of that, move it up and down. Imagine it moving up and down. Imagine it floating over the upper right quadrant. All of this you can do. What the imagination is, is our heart in action. Now, this is kind of a fun party game, but it really shows how that heart, the imagination, our creative selves, makes that thought process nil and void. And so, what this says is the heart command... Always wins. Now, what other heart commands do we have going on? Well, it comes back to what I have been talking about in six shows previous to this. The first one is that there is one source for all illness and disease. And if you listen to this show regularly, you'll know the answer to that is stress is the cause of all illness and disease. All illness and disease, even that little bit of genetic disease, truly genetic disease, stress had to cause that gene to break at some point in time in history. Maybe it was 50 million thousand years ago, if that were an actual digit. But it was caused by stress. And in the next show, I talked about how stress is caused by an energy problem in the body. We know because of Einstein's work that energy is everything. You know that E equals mc squared? That's all about energy. And we are energetic beings. There is no doubt about it. If you take the quantum physics work that has been done, which is really what we are built up of are molecules. And the molecules are built up of atoms. And the atoms are built up of protons and neutrons. And they're all built up of even smaller particles and smaller and smaller. And if you were able to drill down to the smallest particle and actually visualize it in our bodies, we would not be solid. We would actually be able to put our hands through us Just kind of like the Matrix movie where certain people could put their hand through a wall because they knew how to move those quantum molecules. But we are. We are like that movie. We are nothing but energy particles. And the thing that holds us together is the energy. And the energy is vibrating at a certain frequency and if it weren't vibrating at a high frequency we might just start falling apart and guess what that falling apart is that's stress and that stress is in turn what is causing the disease so that's how stress is caused by an energy problem which is caused causing The disease. So the next thing I talked about is that the issues of our heart is what is causing the energy problem. So let's get into some detail, a little bit of detail about that after the break. So don't go away folks.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck?
1: Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching.
3: Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Karala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation and Dr. Ghosh is the Chairperson of Research and Development for the C. Foundation. Together, with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Welcome back and thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And just before the break, we were talking about the seven things that cause all illness and disease. Well, actually not the seven things, but the seven things that lead to all illness and disease, which is stress and the stress that we have is caused by an energy problem in the body. And since we are all energy, everything around us is energy, stress causes an energy problem. And you know what? Stress then is caused by issues of the heart. And what we are talking about in the show today is when we have conflicting messages between the heart and the head. So, An issue of the heart simply means that there is something that is causing the heart to cause stress. And what we have in our bodies is this wonderful little thing called the flight, fight or flight mechanism. Some people call it the stress response. And what that is, it is our human hard drive, the thing that keeps us alive, the thing that keeps us safe. And what it does is when it's in operation, it is keeping us safe by shutting down certain non-essential parts of us, like our thinking. It shuts down our immune system. It shuts down our digestive system so that it can save us. We can run. We can fight. Because you know what? If we're dead, we really don't need to be thinking. If we're dead, we don't really need to be digesting our food. We need to be running. And This is what you might call the hard drive. It's also really an antivirus program if we're talking in computer terms. And so it's that antivirus program that's actually taking over the hard drive in a not so great way and causing the stress. Now, how does that happen? It's because of our beliefs. And the beliefs that we have formed about ourselves, it's about the beliefs that we received either genetically, they were passed down through the generations to us, or we form them at an early formative age about ourselves. And so, that's a belief. So let's just really have a concrete example of a belief. And here is one that uh, peace is not for me. Peace is never available to me. It doesn't matter how that belief was formed, but let's just say that's your belief. And now, You say, peace is not for me. So when something comes along that might give you peace, your antivirus program says, okay, this belief is true, that peace is not for me. So I better do whatever it is or whatever it takes to prevent peace. And so you will sabotage whatever it is that might be threatening to give you peace. (laughs) It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But that's our head saying, that's ridiculous. Yes, of course, I want peace. But you know what? The heart, the belief says, peace is not for me. And then they're in conflict. So guess who is winning? It is that heart. And you know why? Because the heart beliefs have been in there for possibly thousands of years because it might be a generational thing that was passed down to, through your genes to you. And yes, this happens because all of our memories, all of our beliefs are stored in every single cell of our body. That's why it's called cellular memory. And that includes the egg and the sperm. That's how it's passed on. And you may not get every single belief that your ancestors had, but some of them, at least 50% of them were passed on to you. And so, here is this no peace for me belief that you developed as a child, maybe. It doesn't matter, like I said, because it's a belief and it's in every single cell of the body and it is something that is running. Like a record player, for those of you who know what a record player is, or a reel-to-reel tape, for those of you who know what a reel-to-reel is. Or a cassette tape or a CD that is on a forever loop. That's the belief. And as soon as something comes up in conflict with that belief, the thing that's running 24-7 is going to win. This, folks, is why when we have a certain belief in our heart that it will cause us to do things that we actually don't want to do. An example might be something that we're all familiar with, where you see a woman marries a man that beats the living daylights out of her. And so, she does escape from that situation. And then remarries into the exact same situation. And for those of us that see that, we can say, why on earth would she do that again and again? Why can she not recognize that this fellow was going to beat the living daylights out of her. It's because of a belief in her heart. I don't know what that belief would be, but something about the belief said that she deserved to be beaten. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. That may or may not be the belief But there is some belief that puts a person back in the same situation. And I'm not even having to, you're not even having to look at a situation like as extreme as domestic abuse. You can look at a situation like you're at work and you're coming up for a promotion, but somebody else gets it. Even though you might have been more qualified, but something you did might have sabotaged that. And it happens again and again and again. So you change jobs, and it still is happening again and again. Again. And this doesn't have anything to do with disease and illness, but it does have to do with living on a daily basis, getting stuck into situations that you don't want or doing things you don't want to do. Like, do you ever find yourself going and pigging out on some foods that you know, intellectually you know, these foods that you're picking out on or even just eating a little bit of are bad for you. They're not good foods. But there is some belief somewhere that is making you go to that again and again. it's kind of like you're being a three-year-old all over again. Because, you know, three-year-olds or even two-year-olds don't really have that logical sense of judgment about them. They may be told, well, you know, that ice cream is bad for you, uh, Junior. I know I'm your mom, Junior. You're allergic to milk. But Junior only knows that that ice cream tastes so good and it brings a lot of pleasure. That's why small children act the way they do. They do not have the logical sense. They only have the pain or pleasure. And so that's why. That's why you self-sabotage. That's why you overeat. That's why you find yourself in the situations again and again and again. Because really, that heart is really taking you back to that three-year-old, that four- or five-year-old that learned that peace is not for me, that learned I deserve to be beaten, that learned I cannot advance in my workplace for whatever reason, that conversation was learned either as a three, four, or five year old, or it was just passed down genetically. It's the difference between an intention of the unconscious, unconscious, <laughs> and what intention means is you're going to do something. You have decided you're going to do something. And the unconscious intention is your heart. And you know what? Your conscious intentions, that's the head. That is where willpower is trying to win. And we've heard it before, and I'll say it again. Willpower never wins. Willpower, in fact, is the one thing that will assure that whatever you're trying to will into existence will not happen. Willpower is a certain path to defeat. Folks, when we come back from the break... We'll talk a little bit more about willpower. Don't go away.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click Coaching.
3: Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness Today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper: of Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at MindSpring.com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about when the head and the heart conflict, who wins? And uh, the secret has been revealed. it is the heart that wins. Before we get back into the subject of our show, I'd like to remind everybody that you can catch me on Facebook, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Just before the break, we were talking about intention and defined how unconscious intention or subconscious intention is the heart, and conscious intention is the about willpower. Now, there is a huge movement in the self-improvement industry to use willpower to get what you want. And this is why the self-help industry has a 97% failure rate. And it's because they are trying to use willpower to achieve what you want so let's let's just take for example healing physical healing, which is what this show is about, and let's just say you've got a uh um knee problems <laughs> just as an example, and the knee problems might have been caused by a physical trauma and so the regular self-improvement world says, okay, you can fix this knee problem by doing affirmations. Now folks, affirmations have a place, but they do not have a place when you have a belief. Let's just say that knee problem, it might have been caused really by a physical trauma. Say you were playing some sports. But it also might have been caused by the the belief that, well, my knees cannot take this. I don't know why you'd have that belief, but let's just use that as an example. So now you were told, let's take care of this knee problem through some affirmations. And the affirmation may sound like this. My knee is healed and feeling fine. Every time you were to say that and you're told to stand in front of a mirror and repeat it X number of times for, you know, however long, Repeat it until your knee is healed. And every time you say that, my knee is healed and feeling fine. And then there is your subconscious saying, nope, it's not. It's not feeling fine. It's never going to feel fine and uh, go away, head. And the more you say, my knee is healed and feeling fine, the more you say that, the more stress that you're causing. Now remember, when the heart and the head are in conflict, the heart wins, but it causes stress in the meantime. And it may make things actually worse. I remember a friend of mine who had stomach problems. And they were told, stand in front of the mirror and say, my stomach is healed and feeling fine. Well, every time they said that, their stomach hurt worse. It's it's it is, it is makes no sense whatsoever when we think about it with our heads. But that's what conscious intention does. That's what affirmations do to us. So what are you gonna do? The it, it it seems kind of hopeless, doesn't it? To hear that, oh, I've got all these beliefs in my heart that, that I formed as a child or I've inherited, and it's causing me to get sick. What on earth? There's no hope. There's no point. And I can see where that thought comes from. But, hang in there with me, there is hope. And that comes in the form of energy medicine. And there's all kinds of different energy medicines. And I want to talk about a specific type of energy medicine called the healing codes. Let's just go down a list of why you need to heal these hearts, beliefs, Number one is you are who you are in your heart. So if you're a bigot in your heart, you are a bigot. Now that's a pretty extreme example. What you really believe is what you believe in your heart. Do you really believe that peace is not for me then that is what you believe in your heart it's about those beliefs you are where you are based on what is in your heart remember that job advancement promotion that you can't seem to get you are where you are based on what is in your heart You do what you do because of the heart. You pig out on some bad food for you because that is something in your heart causing you to pig out. Remember, the heart is there to protect you. But it only knows to protect you because of the beliefs that you carry. And, finally, the priorities are what you have in your heart. So, if your priority is to stay out of peace, then you could write down a list of things to do, one, two, three, four, five, and then number six comes up and it's something that keeps you out of peace. It's the craziness, number six. It's the putting out the fires, putting out everybody else's emergencies because somewhere you believe that peace is not for you. That's why you must heal These destructive heart memories. And when you heal the heart, you heal the stress. And it's not about being crazy emotionally, because, folks, we all have negative beliefs. We all have things going on in our heart that are keeping us stuck that are keeping us sick and by healing those things you can begin to become well i also want to say that using energy medicine really is more about the heart healing the heart healing your beliefs. It is not about healing those physical diseases. Those physical diseases just happen to follow along when you heal the heart. I mentioned early on at the start of this segment that uh, energy medicine is the way to go to heal these negative beliefs. And and many of those energy medicines want you to recall what that belief is and bring it up. And, And sometimes, some of these memories are so painful that you cannot recall them. But here is another word of hope. When you use an energy medicine like the Healing Codes, You don't have to know exactly what the belief is. Because when you do something like the healing codes, the body knows. The body knows what belief is keeping you stuck or ill. So, What on earth are the healing codes? And anybody who's listening and knows about the healing codes and knows how to do the healing codes, great and wonderful, I want to encourage you to keep doing them. But if you're just now turning in and learning about energy medicine as well as something like the healing codes, I'm going to teach you about the healing codes and how to do the healing codes real quickly here. The healing codes basically were, is an energy medicine. It was discovered by Dr. Alex Lloyd and uh, he, he used them to help heal his, himself as well as his wife from severe, severe depression. And what you do is it's, holding your hands, pointing your hands and fingers towards four different healing spots around the head and neck. And by doing that, you change the frequency, the negative frequencies that are coming out from the negative beliefs by canceling them out. Just simply like similar to a headset, a a noise-canceling headset. How it does it is it puts in that frequency that is opposite to the sound that's coming into the headset. And that's what the healing codes do. And it sounds, maybe even looks a little bit crazy. Woo-woo. But it works. And that's how it works. And going about these four different parts of the head and neck. So, those parts are the Adam's apple, you know, that little bump on your neck when you swallow kind of bounces up and down, the angle of the jaw, which is that little part right by your ear lobe that curves around, the temples, and the bridge of the nose. And when we get back from the break, We'll have some more instruction on how to do the healing codes. Don't go away.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper: a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's one If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And just before the break, we were talking about the healing codes themselves and how to do the healing codes. And I mentioned the four different hand positions being the bridge, the Adam's apple, the jaws, and the temples. And what you do is you actually hold both hands in one or a combination of those positions. So let's just, just for simplicity's sake, if you were to point the fingers of both hands towards your Adam's apple, you don't touch the skin. That is a healing code position. And then you could also move both hands to the angle of the jaw, as well as to the temple, and as well as to the bridge of the nose. That is how you actually physically do the healing codes. And, write this down if you are able, The universal healing code is where you point both hands to the bridge of the nose. Then you move about 30 seconds later both hands to the Adam's apple and then 30 seconds later to the jaws, angle of the jaw, and then about 30 seconds later to the temples. And then you can repeat for a total of six to seven minutes. and Imagine it as making a W. You start at the bridge, go down to the Adam's apple, and then curve up to the jaw, and then finally curve up to the temple. And as we say in the dental world, rinse and repeat. (laughs) Now, That's not all that you do. There are some energy healing modalities that want you to concentrate on the issue as you are doing the healing modality. And yes, they work. And one that I think of specifically is EFT or tapping. You're talking about the problem as you do the tapping. There is only one time that you bring up the problem when it comes to doing the healing codes. And that is in the request or prayer that you say just before you start doing the healing codes. And let's just... It's, it's a simple prayer. It's a simple request. It, it doesn't matter what you want to call it. It is putting the intention for healing out there. And let's just go back to that example of the bad knee. You put into this request that all issues and beliefs surrounding this bad knee be healed. And I personally like to add in there gently and easily. Yes, the healing codes are that powerful. That is the intention for healing that you put out there. That is the only time that you mention the issue. Then you start with the universal healing code. Now, there are customized healing codes that you can receive from a healing code coach. I'm one of those. (laughs) There are special hand positions and different combinations that can be done you can get that information through the HealingCode.com website or you can even go to my website, thehealingwhisper.com and click on my favorite things to find out more about customized healing codes that you can get from the Healing Code company then you start doing those hand positions. So let's just say you're doing just the universal hand positions. So what do you do mentally while you're doing this? You do something with your heart. You don't do it with your head. Remember, the heart is going to win. So what do you do with your heart? You imagine vividly whatever it is that you want to heal with love. Now that bad knee, you may really hate that knee because it's bad. Well, you know what? That knee is a part of your body. You need to love that knee. Again, that sounds a little bit illogical, but remember, the heart is not the logical part of us. So you imagine love. It may be love for the knee, and if you cannot do that, then just go to a place that says love to you. Maybe it's a a wonderful vacation. Maybe it's a favorite pet. But it says love. You can also, or alternatively, do what we call a truth-focused statement. Now, remember, affirmations can cause more problems than they can fix because it's not truth. What a truth-focused statement for, let's just say, this bad knee would be is, I wish... I, I No, let's not say, I wish... I am accepting and acknowledging this knee problem and working towards healing it. Notice what's different about that. It is a statement of future intention. It's a statement of action. That's where you're going. You're going towards healing. And it doesn't matter if it is your knee, your stomach, your heart belief that you don't get patience or peace. It doesn't matter. So while you're doing this universal healing code for the seven minutes, make that truth focus statement. Now you can go and get the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, L, one single L. And there are general truth focus statements that you can get there. And you can use those if you have no clue as to what to use. Otherwise, keep that picture of love going. How many times a day you do the healing code? will also affect the speed at which you heal. Now remember, we are healing issues of the heart. And some of these issues are pretty extreme. And each of these heart issues are in every single cell of your body because of a memory and a belief. And as you heal them, as you eliminate them, as you change your basic programming in your hard drive. You are actually eliminating toxins. And if you start to not feel so great, back off on doing the healing codes. Take a detox bath. But don't stop doing the healing codes. I want to encourage you to heal your heart. Because Thousands of years ago, there were wise, wise people that knew that the heart was the issue. King Solomon, he said, above all else, guard your heart for everything that you do flows from it. And it is because you are who you are in your heart that you need to heal these issues. So folks, until next week, blessings.
1: Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com.